Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. It's Miguel Fuller. Holly O'Connor. And Scotty the Body. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only on Hot 101.5. That was so awkward. Shut it. We have a whole system. Stop. It's not my fault. It is. No, it's not. Uh, So... On, oh, our, on the Miguel and Holly YouTube channel, we stream the podcast live. <laughs> so if you're ever usually in the 10 o'clock hour on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, if you log on to YouTube, type in Miguel and Holly, you can see us pop up. Mm-hmm. If you're following us, it'll let you know anyway. Absolutely. And so there's like a couple of things that we do to make everything. It's like we have it like a duct tape <laughs> together on how we stream and record and everything together. Whoa. So I have to press a button to let it stream, but then Scott has to hit the intro at the exact time so the video doesn't have us just looking like assholes from the beginning. Stop using that word as an adjective. We were just sitting here literally looking like open assholes on the video. We're just like, No, we were not. It was quite. Listen, have y'all actually gone back to the YouTube channel and watch when it's like a, a little delay between the intro? Nobody cares about that. If you're watching it, we're just sitting here like, Oh, is that what you look like? You should see some of these other content creators that somehow get famous. Like we, y'all, we are okay. All right. Do you promise we're like assholes? No. (laughs) And if you keep saying that, you are actually making yourself look like more of one. Uh huh. Oh, Uh, what did you say, Scott? Nothing. I man, let's get this thing started. I hit the intro. Oh no. Nothing. Scott, I feel like there's some tension. There is not. Why do you hate me today? I don't hate you. You hate me. You're I really mad at don't. Me. If I was actually mad at you, I'd let you know. Or, oh. you know. No, like we can talk about it here. I've been open about things before when I've gotten annoyed. I'm in a great mood today. I need to shower, but I'm in a great mood. It's fine. Yeah. Holly, do you think Scott's mad at me? I feel like he's mad at me. He wants to say something. He wants to get something off his chest. I don't feel that. No, I don't. I know. There's nothing on my chest today. Well, I, I, mean, I don't feel it. Although I think that you're a little ornery. Yeah, you're definitely ornery. And maybe you're oh, maybe you're thinking that something Ooh, is going on. You're projecting your judgment from me based on judgment from you. Are mm. you are you okay? Ooh. I'm just tired. This week I have just been you know what I was thinking? Is that full moon? Well, is okay, it? maybe the full moon, but is it because you went out so hard on Saturday? Because didn't you say it always takes like two days before it's like you feel that drain? Uh, I thought know, of that yesterday. I don't know why I was thinking about you, but I was like, I bet that's why Miguel was so drained yesterday. You know what? I wonder if, because since I don't go out like I used to, that I haven't had an Ebor night in <laughs> a long time. Has anyone really, like, when's the last time anybody had an Ebor night? I haven't been to Ebor in years. Um, I don't. Did I, I don't even know if I've ever truly had an Ebor night, and I've lived here for six, seven years altogether. Yeah. No, I mean it's probably been since the pandemic, before the pandemic, because <laughs> I know we went out for Tampa Pride, but we lit, did like the the parade, day drinking, and like when the sun started setting, everyone in our group, we were like, "All right, this is it." <laughs> Nothing it's like one of those zombie good, movies. Get out. Literally, like nothing good happens if you day drink an Ebor and then stay, stay out. There. No. Nothing ever great happens. And so we were like, yeah, no. so I feel like my group, we've been pretty good about being responsible and being like, all right, we need to ring the bell if we've been day drinking on I a Saturday. It's, it's time like to more go. more fun like that, though. Like, you get it right at the peak. Like, get right. out. Even though your body's like, I want to stay out. It's so fun right now. And you're, like, drunk and everything. But it's like, that's when you're going to feel like crap the next day if you keep pushing through that. Like, I've definitely tried to do that when I go out. I'm like, all right, we're having a great time. Let's cut it now. Let's not continue to push this into a further, like, hole. You know what I... 
I don't think I can do it anymore. I mean, that makes, you know. Doesn't it make sense, though? But, like, yeah. I, I hear these stories, and in my head, like, I have advice, and I have stories. But I think if I really, truly tried to, like, go out like I used to, yeah, I, I'm not sure I could actually do it. Well, Holly, you and I have been to um, a few dinners over the past probably six months or so where you've had, like, two glasses of wine and two glasses of wine, you know, four years ago, you would have been like, where's another? Well, yeah. And then probably after, like, what would be equivalent of, like, a bottle for you, you would have been like, all right, now I'm tipsy. But I notice now, like, the last time we went to dinner, yeah. you had one glass, and I know instantly when you're tipsy. And oh. I was like, oh, wow, it was just one glass. Doesn't and so, take much. Yeah, you couldn't, unless you maybe did seltzers. Could. That's the, that's the only thing I drink now is seltzers. And right. so I feel like my body is accustomed to that and I can like gauge myself. But even, you know why wine will do it? And I would say probably not like, maybe not a white, but definitely a red. Right. It, it gets in there in your bloodstream and it just kicks you in the face. <laughs> well, bam. Me, I guess. I don't know. It kicks me in the face. Yeah. But I just feel like I can't, like, because you have to have some sort of tolerance built up to be able to go out all night and oh, remain like- yeah aware enough and um, coherent enough and I just get tired Mm. and I'm not having I'm not having fun because I'm like exhausted oh my god I'm so tired like I I don't know how to do it anymore and I like let me tell you what oh I was like a party girl like I always wanted to go out and it, it sucked because a lot of parts of my early of my 20s and even in my early 30s I would sometimes be surrounded with people that didn't want to go out, and I'd be like, come mm. on, we have to take advantage of this now. Well, little did I know that I was right. You were right. right. That is a, you know, you realized it then. Because in college, like, my favorite thing was going out because it was like you never knew what was going to happen. There was always fun stories. It was mm. exciting. Mm-hmm. And then in my 20s, like, post-college, it was fun. Uh, in in Ohio, it was fun just because it was a party. You were just having fun. Fun. You couldn't wait to go out. That's like you planned your whole week around it. Mm. And then, like in Panama City, going out times, then it was like a shit show because you would like get pregame and then go out after. And like it just, I can't do it. Yeah. And I, I get it now too. I can understand both sides. In my 20s, like I would hear older adults be like, oh, I can't do it or I get sick or whatever. And I would be like, fucking lame. <laughs> I'd be like, why do they choose to be lame when I know other people in their 30s and 40s and 50s that can get it? Because you know those people that can can do it. Mm -hmm. And I literally was like, God, I hope that's never me because Mm. I love going out. Woo! Come on. And I see it now. And I'm like, Life happens. It changes. I just want to cradle that girl and be like, Mm. it's coming. Take it in, girl. And she did. Right. Homegirl did. And when I say the homegirl, I mean, me you. but it does it, it's like you don't choose it it's just your life does change it just gets different yeah I mean I can feel that and I think you are right that we went out Saturday night in Ebor and for this birthday celebration got a hotel so that sort of lets you know that you can you know party a little bit more because you just got to walk across the street yeah, exactly. to your hotel but I know that we didn't stay out super super late um, because I have like a phone call with my friend that was throwing the party for his uh, boyfriend that night, and it was like twelve forty-five, and I guess I was calling to see where they went, and then Abe said we left right after they did. Mm. Um, 
But like, there's a video of the drag show I just saw on someone's Instagram this or no Facebook page where they went live for it. Oh, and I you can see me in front of them, and I don't remember that part of the drag show. So like, I was done pretty early. So I think that like, but see, you still managed to be there. That's what I don't right. understand. Like, how were you still there enjoying the drag show and you don't even remember? I don't know. How like, are your body upright? You're like. Like Right, how do you puppet. still go? Yeah, jingly jang. I don't know. Well, because even like Abe was like, oh, I'm so mad that um, my our friend got his boyfriend on stage for his birthday, but that was like your actual birthday, and I couldn't get you on stage. And I'm like, that's probably for the best. Yeah, looking back, you're right. like, yeah, good Be- idea. Because in this Facebook Live where the friend got on stage, the drag queen was like, ooh, look at you looking sharp. What do you want for your birthday? And he eloquently answered, and I'm like, if I would have been on stage. And like, <laughs> right, hey. It's Miguel's birthday. What do you want for your birthday? <laughs> I'm like, that's that's actually, you You actually win the day for not letting me on stage at that point. True so, no, that. I do think you're right that it's. it used to take me till Thursday to feel okay. So maybe that's what happened. Yeah, so watch tomorrow. I'm going to be like, Hee-haw, hee-haw, hoo-hee. You're like, I feel great today. so oh, fantastic. How are you all? Yeah. <laughs> and I always see those things. Like, like, this is what I'm talking about. So when I was in college, I would go hard, right? Like, that's what we did. Um, and I always see the memes that are like, you know, night after or day after a night out in your 20s. And the person, like, pops up out the bed and it's like, I'm going to go run. Yes. And then it's like day after a night out in your 30s. And it's like, oh, my back. I was never a pop out of my bed the next day or in my, mm. even in my 20s. Like, oh. I don't, I, I still, that baffles me. Unless it was like some lucky stroke, I was not good at respecting what alcohol did to my body and I didn't mm. understand it. And I just was like, oh, this is weird. I'm hungover for a whole day and I'm puking and I feel like garbage. I'm just going to have to lay around. But I guess that's just what the price of partying is. That's what you do. I think I was dehydrated for an entire two decades. Ah, <laughs> like dehydrated. I don't even know how I lived. It's we weren't like, talking about being hydrated like we are now, so we well, didn't know. Well, that's true. Nobody yeah. told you about being hydrated. No, no, no. They were just trying to be like, oh, maybe you should, you know, hair the dog the next day. No. Ah. Now, Scott, as a person in, in their it. 20s, You're in it. this is the moment. How how are you dealing with that? I mean, I've definitely gone out more recently than I have in a long time, but I guess it's... I like the social part of going out. I'm not a huge, like, get, like, wasted anymore because I get, like, I just, I'm so conscious of what, like, my body feels and how I feel the next day. Like, it will mess me up mentally if I ruin the next day from drinking because I'm like, well, you just fucked up an entire 24 hours. So what are you going to do to make up for it? So, like, I still go out and I still have a good time, but, like, very rarely do I just get trashed now where it's, like, every, you know, a couple months it will just be like that. But for right now, I just go out and I could... I'm pretty good now at, like, cutting myself off, which is awesome because that I haven't great. always always been like that. Like, yeah. even, you know, when my girlfriend and I started talking, like, we first started talking probably, like, a half a year ago, and we would go out, and, like, I wasn't used to going out then. Like, it's been a long time since I was, like, going out hard, and she has a group of friends that knows how to go out and party. And so I was just trying to, like, do my thing, and I ended up sleeping on the floor in the bathroom. Like That's, that's Scott's that, favorite spot. Yeah. yeah. But... From there, like, now that we've gone out more and, like, hung out and done a little more partying and stuff, like, I know exactly my route, like, how to navigate. And I also, I don't like myself drunk. I really don't. I don't like that, Scott, that version. Same. Yeah. Like, I I guess I just didn't have the level of shame that I did, do now in my 20s. 
now I will do and say some shit that I know I would mm-hmm. never do sober. But when you're drunk, it's just like, this is fine. It's not. Oh, um, yeah. And then, like, the next day I'll be like. Oh, I regret it like, so Like, anytime hard. I go out with anyone. Sorry. Um, like, I'm usually, when I drink now on the weekends, it's just in my house. Right. That's about it. But, like, even um, when we had our morning dinner, like, when we went out the for the morning show, all mm-hmm. of us, the next day I woke up and I was like, oh, my God. I have to apologize for something like and <laughs> I it, it's I I'm mortified because I'm like I am a grown ass adult now and I'm like crying at dinner <laughs> like what am I doing <laughs> but it's just it's a different thing when you know like you said Scott about like the person that you are when you're drunk yeah because I, I just I know where I'll get in certain head spaces and it's like that's it's just weird like I'd say half and half. Like, sometimes it's like I'm pretty good. And sometimes I can go down this, again, like, alcohol is a depressant. And so I can go down this really deep hole really quick, either if I get, like, angry at some stupid-ass shit. Mm-hmm. That's just dumb. I hate that stuff. Or I get, like, sad and self-conscious about stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I know it's going to do that, so let me go ahead and take a break. And I also, in the beginning of this relationship that I'm in, it's like I knew, like, I was still learning who my girlfriend was. And so it's like, if I go down this route, and it did happen. It happened once where I had too much and I got, like, weirdly upset about something and from that moment I made a mark and I was like I'm not doing that again like that was stupid we had a moment we had a conversation luckily she's extremely mature so we talked it all out but I was not happy with how I reacted and like old traumas that got brought up and I was like okay I know the exact reason the alcohol kicked in it kicked in that little part of me and I was like nope so for the most part I'm pretty good at like keeping myself in check and also just in between like having water like just constant now because back in the day I was not doing that so I got a lot of partying done when I was young. That. And so now it's like I don't feel like I need to. Yeah. I don't need to experience it because I was a weird adolescent growing up. But now I'm like, you know what? I'll just be there for the social side of it. I don't need to get wasted. Yeah. That's good. I feel like maybe I, that worked in your favor because I always like was like, ugh, I'm glad I didn't do that as a teen. I, I am glad. I do not regret that whatsoever. It is weird. It's a balance because I don't, like, again, like, I don't think the way I was stupid. Like, as a kid, like, I, I was fine in school and yeah. sports and everything, but me and my friends did dumb shit. Like, we did a lot of things that were way too young that we thought people around us were doing. No, we were the only ones doing it. Luckily, we didn't F up. And what luckily, were y'all doing? Drinking, smoking, mm. like, yeah. all that just is just so stupid yeah. that we thought it was, like, really cool, but we'd get wasted at really young ages do you think if there was any way for an adult or an older brother like your brother or something if they would have leveled with you do you think it would have stopped you when you were that age or do you think it was just going to happen regardless of what anyone said well when you say leveled like what do you mean like say hey maybe you should hold off on you know grabbing a handle of vodka with your friend at 15 years old well we did have those like it was a balance of, like, we had those conversations. Like, again, like, one of the key moments in my, like, growing up that I will always remember and it always sticks with me now when I drink is I had a moment when I talked to my mom about drinking. And it was when I got caught. And it was like, look, you have a history of alcoholism. Like, this runs deep. And you need to be extremely careful. Like, you're doing some dumb shit and you could fuck up. Mm. And, like, literally that conversation will never leave me. It thinks every time I go out, I think of that conversation. Every time I've done anything stupid, I think of that conversation. And that is part of the reason why I didn't go down a bad path. And it's not like I had good guidance. Like, there was definitely, like, it wasn't, don't do this. Because if that happened, I would have went off and did that. But it was more so, if you're going to do this, we know you're going to do this. One, you're going to be damn safe. You're going to let us know where you are. You're not going to go outside of these walls. Let's say if you're having a couple beers, like, you're not leaving this house. It never was really in my house. Parents weren't like that. But 
it was always that understanding of like, I'm going to talk to you as an adult and come toward like you and where you're at versus shutting it down. Because, you know, anytime I get shut down, I'm rebellious now. You know, if you come down on me hard, you know, in my head, I'm pretty much like F you. Mm. Like I'm out. And I think a lot of us are because you just get upset at that person. But luckily, we just had good people around us as in like the olders that would understand, talk us through. And we also had each other's back. Me and my friend group, like no matter what, we're all on each other's level where it's like, yo, like you still got to do good in school. You still got to do good in your sports. You still got to do good in your relationships with your family and friends and at the time girlfriends. But you know what? Like we still think it's fun. We still going to have this little fun time. But mm. we made sure to have each other's back. And again, a big part of it was, and I I don't know how it will be when I have kids on how I'll handle the situation because I was a weird youth, but understanding that it's like I'm not going to, like, bust your, your ass if you have alcohol one night. But I will make sure that you know everything about it and you know exactly what you're putting into your body. Because that's like I, when I went into college, yeah, I had some crazy times, but I always, and like I said earlier, like even to this day, I think about what, like literally it's the sip how it goes through my body. What is it interacting with? Like, what part of my organs are now pissed at me because I'm putting this in my body? Man, the knowledge. I think that's what I want to do as a parent is just, and that's what I do, I think, tend to do as a parent is to over, like, educate only because I feel like my mom gave me no tools to deal with any of that. And, like, maybe as even opposed to your parents because my mom... I was such a good kid, and I was, like, terrified of my mother, obviously, you know. of I don't even know what I thought she would do, but whatever it was, it was, like, terrible in my head. So I never did anything. I never even wanted to. It's not like I was like, I can't wait to get drunk. I didn't know what it was. I just didn't want to. But um, because of that, because she instilled such fear in me, I think she thought she didn't have to talk to me about it. Mm. She And all she said was, you know, when you go away to school, I just don't want to know, which is fine. Like, she, I think part of that is a, it comes from a good place where – once your kid is in college, you don't need to know every little thing that they get into because they're learning and growing and becoming new people, right? Yeah. They got to learn how to be independent. Correct. So that's a good thing. However, she was like, I just don't want to know. But then she also didn't tell me anything. Like, I I didn't know that you, that alcohol was a uh, depressant or that I would get dehydrated. I didn't even really know what dehydrated was. Like... I probably gave myself alcohol poisoning because I was so dehydrated. And yeah. I just didn't I didn't know anything about it. Like, what should you, how many should you be? I just learned from the other kids around me who did, like you said, had each other's backs and stuff. But I also, and, like, she gave me very basic info about, uh, like, sex and boys. And, like, her big thing was, you know, you don't have sex because boys, it feels good for boys, but it won't feel good for you. So don't. I'm like, mm, and it was, all there. of it was so right. confusing. But why? I, I, I just, I, you, as y'all know, I like to know the fucking why. Well, yeah. Why are we doing whatnot? And so all of her lessons to me were just like, don't do it and don't do it. Okay, bye. And I, I learned nothing and I just had to make a lot of mistakes because I didn't know. I mm. was very naive and I, I would have liked for at least someone to be like, Hey, so here's what does happen. At least then, and maybe I would have still made, like, some pretty terrible decisions, but at least I would have had knowledge going into it and not been surprised by the outcome. Yeah, you're conscious of what you're doing. Instead of, like, going in and learning after, you're like, I know exactly what I'm doing, but you also know how to, like, prevent some really stupid shit from happening. Because that was the one thing. I remember going to college, like, in my freshman year, and, again, I had all this prior knowledge, but seeing, like, friends, like, literally, like, first nights, like, go to the hospital, like, get alcohol poisoning the first night, and, like, Mm. all these crazy things, and I was like, whoa, like, have you never, and again, not, I don't think it's right for anybody, but I was like, 
Have you never had a sip? Like, have you never understood, like, what it does? Yeah. But no. a, a lot of people don't. And yeah. I get, it's just, it's weird because and we also had, I had a lot of international friends, but in their country, it's legal for many years now. So oh, yeah. they were honestly the best ones that going to parties with because they're like, look, I'm good. Like, I'll have a couple, but I'm all right. I don't need to go get crazy because we learned about it at different. a very young age. Not because they were getting wasted at a young age, but no. it was taught different. It wasn't this taboo thing to talk about. And that's, again, I was very thankful my parents were open and honest with me with the effects. And still to this day, like, I could tell my dad I go out and he'll be like, you know, he'll give me the whole kind of, like, rundown. Again, I'm like, Dad, I know. But, again, it is a nice little, you know, check-in because even though I know the knowledge, it's a reminder of, like, Okay, like you, you kind of playing with fire a little bit, and it, it hits a little deeper for me because it does run in my family. With you know, I've seen the effects, like yeah. I have throughout my entire lifetime, and so that sticks in the back of my head. And so it sucks, and you don't want to get put in that position where you have some serious health issues happening. But some people get in that position when it's like I didn't know, and now I'm here. Yeah, it, yeah. alcoholism runs in my dad's side of the family, and I just I know that. Like my mom uh, told me that, but. Just as a sentence, like, oh, yes, mm. such and such, they were, and it's always, like, it's always feeling sad, like, right? They're like, oh, they were terrible alcoholics. Mm. Then they, like, apparently all of them at one point decided to just all get together and just quit and get sober and go to AA. So then it's like, oh, we're we're good now. And so I never learned anything about that mm. at all. I still don't know anything about it. I didn't hear, the like, the horror stories from, you know, like, it would just be like, oh, that was bad. So, okay, so I'm just supposed to be like, well, my mom said it was bad. Right. So, but what actually happened? What did you do? Would have been nice to have any of that info. That's why, as a parent, I d- I tend to go a little bit too too deep into some explanations to Maya because I want her to have the knowledge right. that I didn't have. And you know, she doesn't always like like I don't give more than what's necessary usually. Um, but I almost feel like because we've been watching Full House, we've been binging. Full House, full, like the old one, not the new, yeah. like the old school 80s, 90s TV show. You know how the joke is they always sort of end with a lesson and everybody mm-hmm. hugs? That's kind of like what our daily <laughs> life is like at my house. Like there's a lesson coming somewhere and like it's go. starting to be a joke too because my personal, like something will happen in my personal life. Well, that's the lesson. So I, I, I know we talked about this, but the lesson here, and I'm like, oh, we, <laughs> right. we, we got, we got I too I feel many. like we need like heartwarming music that's and then the so credits funny. roll at the yeah, end. But there, there was a whole thing. <laughs> And this, I would take us off topic, but there's a whole thing yesterday that happened at school, and she thought it was hilarious when she came in, and she was like, it was she was basically like dropping the hot goss, and I was like, uh oh, no, this is not good. Let mm. me explain to you why it's not good. And then she felt terrible, and I'm like, well, this is the punishment. You you feel a little bit terrible. You shouldn't because we have to make mistakes to learn. So I'm glad this happened. Now you know, and so it's like every day, and so that's when I feel like when she gets older, and I do feel like I'll have to jump in on the drinking lesson sooner rather than later just to give her the heads up so that she has the knowledge. I think it's even going to be like more prevalent now because I think it's going to happen younger because again like we like when I was doing it like there wasn't any social media of people like posting it but now you see it all the time whether it's like a TikTok or an Insta story 24 hours like oh hanging out with friends and I remember that in high school I remember like that's when it started to happen like Snapchat Instagram and then you'd see people at a party and everything and that's what gets in your head you're like Mm. everyone's doing it Right. We should too, but by that time I was already like, you know, kind of art sadly out of that stage of it while everyone was getting into it. And mm-hmm. so it's like, but you still see it. It's everywhere. And you're like, well, if they're doing it, well, should does that mean I should be doing it too? And you go into that blind. You feel left out. You feel left out. But that's again, that's when you make those stupid decisions where you're like, well, everyone's doing it. I don't know how this affects my body, but Johnny on Insta's doing it. So I'm gonna 
take a shot, and then another, and then again, it's just it's better to have knowledge back in you and just knowing at least a little bit instead of going in blind. Yeah, I think I would want to sort of experience and see how you know, like they do it in Spain or whatever, where they just show like, is it just you have you get to have a glass of wine when it's you're like thirteen or fourteen? At dinner, I and- mean, we're talking like even young, maybe kids like twelve are like. That, that you have a glass of wine with dinner. Right, right. And, and so you learn how to just have that wine. You feel yeah. that little boop, boop, and it's then that's not, it. It's um, not, uh, like, forbidden. Right. Because even, like, just the story that Scott just said, where if someone had been like, don't ever do it, that makes you want to be like, I'm going to do it. Like, why right. wouldn't I do I'm it? And so when you get access to it, you go nuts. It's a human nature. You try everything and drink everything, and you can't. Right. It so, will kick you on your ass. Right. So that's why in other cultures where wine is not, like, you're not, chugging wine to get drunk you're just having a glass with dinner or whatever uh they have their kids do that my grandma tried to do that with us when we were little my mom would be like how dare you oh. so we never got to do it but we'd be like who nana was gonna give us wine mm. because everywhere else is like kids can't have it which you're not supposed to but like if you if yeah you're like 13 whatever and you have like and i'm not talking even like a glass i mean right. like like a little something or other like two ounces right then you're like, okay, and it probably they probably don't like it because it's like, mm-hmm. but like you're integrated into a culture in which this isn't inherently bad. Right. You're not learning that it's to get wasted like you see on movies and TV show. You're just learning yeah. it's there. Okay, I could have a little bit. That's fine. But you're yeah. not like, okay, as soon as I get the freedom, I'm going to the bar and just falling on the floor. I also think, too, there's an element of it for at least in the gay community. It is a Band-Aid for not being yourself for a long time mm-hmm. because I remember I always said because of my religion I grew up in that I would never drink and then once I met my first group of gay friends and I felt like wow I've missed out on learning how to date how to flirt I don't know really who I am because I've been this like church going guy yeah. who was hiding who my true self was yeah and so we use that as a band-aid to mask our feelings and not deal with it and so I think, especially in the gay community, there's a whole nother side of alcohol abuse that we don't talk about a lot because I can take you to any gay bar in Tampa Bay or, you know, or outside and you'll see some really tragic figures that have never dealt with it and they use it to just mask and mask and mask their, what they're really trying to go through or feel. Yes, and it's all, it all comes down to having to therapy yourself out of that. Not right. by yourself, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And that, and I, I wouldn't say, I would say that the gay community, the LGBTQ community, it's rampant there because inherently, because of our culture, you're taught to suppress, right? Right. Um, but I think anybody who's been suppressed or who was suppressed as a child can relate to that, mm-hmm. um, even if you're not part of the LGBTQ community, because what are we doing? We're being told not to be who we are as a human, and right. that can only be bad. Well, and then on top of that, what makes it you know even more hard if you're in the LGBTQ community is that those are, have been like our safe spaces is the gay bar. Right, because yes, you can go there and be right, yourself. Right, because that was the place, you know, when it was illegal to be gay and you there was no gay marriage and that was where you felt safe. And it's still to this day where I feel the most comfortable holding my fiance's hand or kissing him or something like that is in a gay bar. I don't feel comfortable anywhere else doing that. Um, 
And so I've had friends in the past who was like, you know what? I don't want to drink anymore. I'm sober. And they lose friends because all of a sudden a big part of the community happens at the bar. The place you go is the bar. It is. And so that's why I've really liked over the past few years I've seen, especially living in a bigger city, you know, you have your gay softball leagues or you have uh, different gay groups that do CrossFit or whatever Mm, where it's like let's do things. It doesn't circle on alcohol. Right, that are outside. And that's what I've been trying to do with my group of friends where it's like, hey, we don't always have to just meet up and do like a boozy brunch. Let's go drive out to a different part of town where okay you get one mimosa but the experience is about the food that we're eating and experiencing a different part of town instead of just going to bottomless mimosas all the time because we're just doing the same thing we're just getting drunk stumbling around and then going home we're all masking each, uh, uh, each other and ourselves and just being in the same space absolutely so it's interesting See, we said we had nothing to talk about today, and look at this. 30 <laughs> minutes later. Exactly. All right. Well, I'm ready to go have a drink. I don't know about oh. you. <laughs> only, only if it's a seltzer. I'm not yes. doing anything else. So I'm drinking a whole bottle of champagne. Uh, Scott, what's your social media? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly? Radio Holly on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. You can find me everywhere, and don't forget... Today is August 25th. Our tickets go on sale for Miguel and Holly Live Friday, August 27th at 9 a.m. Just go to hot1015tampabay.com. I've had a couple of Platypus Posse members slide up in the DMs that don't live here. Oh! And say that they're thinking ah. about trying to get some money together to actually yeah. fly in for the live stage show. And that would be so cool. That so would cool. be freaking awesome. So hopefully we'll it's get some. It's a community. It is. It's going to be a really fun time. I'm super excited about it. So Miguel and Holly Live tickets go on sale this Friday at 9 a.m. If you want some Miguel and Holly stickers, just shoot me an email, Miguel at hot1015tampabay.com, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>